0: You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel 965com News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. He was a close friend and business associate of Hunter Biden. I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News and Devin Archer is about to talk to the House Oversight Committee. Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace
1: just told Fox. The million dollar question is whether or not Joe Biden was in the room by phone or in person and any of his involvement in any of these deals um, that we're seeing. And we've seen evidence of corruption and money laundering.
0: President Biden's denied even speaking to his son about those business dealings. As for Devin Archer, he's going to talk to House investigators
2: not under oath for four hours. We are told that they are going to discuss new bank records that they have from Ukraine, Kazakhstan, and Russia.
0: Keep in mind that Devin Archer has avoided testifying three times, but he will talk today about business contacts he had with Hunter Biden and the president. Fox's Chad Pergram at the Capitol, a Trump staffer is doing federal court today in Miami, Carlos de Oliveira, a property manager at the Mar-a-Lago resort, charged in the classified documents case against the former president. He's accused of conspiring to obstruct and lying to investigators in an attempt to delete security footage, but Trump lawyer Alina Hobbit tells Fox News Sunday.
1: What was the obstruction of justice? Because no tapes were deleted, He turned them over, he cooperated as he always does, but they would like the American public to believe in these bogus indictments.
0: At least five people are dead in Ukraine after Russia once again bombed President Zelensky's hometown. An apartment complex and a university building were hit in Kraviri, a steel-producing city which housed some
3: 600,000 people before the war. Dozens were hurt, some trapped beneath the rubble. Among the dead, a 10-year-old girl. President Zelensky describing the missile attack as an act of terror.
0: This Fox is Jonathan Savage. In Pakistan, there are mass funerals, burials, the day after a suicide bombing killed at least 54 people that targeted a pro-Taliban political rally. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your
4: eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's GA. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions Two locations, Bertrand and Collie Saloon. The views
5: expressed on the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5, KPL, or Town Square Media. Ooh.
3: Off the record stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome, MoonGriffon Show. Great to have you with the folks as I'm laughing, coming on the air today, as I do to keep from crying. But hey, it's a great day. It's Monday. Got the whole week to get it right, baby. That's why Monday's the best day to work week. Anyway, great to have you with us. 844 766 6607 It's a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. You can always email me moon at moongriffon.com. You need to check out a lot of people have asked about the the climate thing I play with the, the, the Australian guy. And it's on my Facebook. And if you go to listen, it's about five or six minutes, and you get everything you need to know about the truth, about uh, the craziness of the global warming movement. Uh, they call climate change, which I'll be the first to tell you. Climate change is all the time as I study even more about weather. Uh, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. But anyway, you want to go see it. Everybody wanted copies of it. I looked at it, and not many people have looked at it which I was a little shocked because everybody's oh, give me that, send me that. Sitting right there on my Facebook, Friends of Moon Graffon. Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff to cover, legislative stuff, uh, the, the uh, advocates all jumping in. Well, they elect a black Democrat to office. I mean, that's the angle they want to go. So we'll go there today. We'll go there today. It had nothing to do with race or color. But we'll get to that because that's where the devil's advocate wants to play. Some Senate races, some things like that. Uh, Woody Jenkins will join us at 10.06. He's got a couple of really big stories that are breaking. You won't hear these type stories in The Devil's Advocate. They got their angles. They don't mess with real stories. So we'll talk about that as the program unfolds. We have Jude Savoy joins us. Jude is, of course, running for clerk of court. In uh, uh, Vermilion Parish, I think I'm saying it right, am
6: I? That is correct, man. Okay, That okay. is correct. But
3: that ain't why anyway, you're here. I'm not here for that today. We're here to talk about you. I know, well, that's that's not ever good. No, you, <laughs> no, you're here to talk about a fundraiser. I'm here to talk about a fundraiser. And first of all, before we get to what the, what we're going to be doing to the fundraiser, tell us what the cause is, what the money's going to go to, and why people. We have did this before, years ago, and it was a big, a big hit and something y'all putting on. So who's putting it on? There's a roast coming, but... You know, where's the money going and things of that nature? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Moon. I deeply appreciate it. Yeah,
6: we are throwing the roast of Moon Graffon, and the event will be benefiting the Louisiana Military Museum in Abbeville, Louisiana. And I tell you what, I've been on the board there for several years now, and people need to understand that it is just a small-town museum with big ideas and big things coming. So we want to raise money to grow. And what better way than to roast you for it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this happened many, many years ago. Many moons and, ago. Yeah, many moons ago. Many moons and ago. it was really good. We had uh at the time Governor Blanco was there, pretty boy Troy Hebert showed up, John Sutherland, uh we had some representatives, parish presidents, and uh they roasted my butt. There's no doubt about it. And I hope I hope the lineup's gonna be good because uh it's gonna take a good lineup. Billy Billy Nungesser. It's already he may as well start telling a few people who's coming. Billy Nungas called in the other day, attorney the uh, lieutenant governor, and he said, uh oh, they only giving me two minutes. And actually some people got a lot more than that, but but two minutes, he said, I need two hours. And the only thing i told him was I don't have a problem with that, uh, Mister Nunn. Guess, what? remember, I got fifteen hours a day on a radio, on a week on a radio. <laughs> he said, well, "Maybe I need to change my script."
6: <laughs> well, I tell you what, Moon. I mean, if he if he
3: wants more time, I mean, he might could give a little bit more money, and we could talk. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. What uh? Can you can you talk about what it, what's gonna happen and where it's at? How can people get in, involved in it? That's yeah. What I well,
6: mean. Uh, listen. If you go on Eventbrite and look us up for the Moon Grafant Rose, you'll find us. Um, we're going to start uh, doing a lot of social media promotion for sure. Um, radio, I mean, we're on here now. We're going to continuously come in and talk to your, how would you say that, the Moonites? Uh, <laughs> no, the Moonians?
3: Mine are all individuals, so they kind of do <laughs> whatever
6: they want to do. So, But, yeah, so if you go look us up, we, uh, we have general seating uh, for $125 a ticket. You can buy that on eventbrite.com. If you're looking at doing sponsorships, we have uh, several different levels. Uh, You can go ahead and contact me. My number is 380-5495, and that's area code 337-380-5495. Hit me up on Facebook, anything you can. We are ready
3: to go. That would be a lot of fun. So If it's half as what it was last time, they dogged me out. If somebody just wants to see me get dogged out, here's your opportunity. Well, we we (laughs)
6: want it to be like a a Comedy Central, Rose. I want to put you on stage so we can – Let everybody see you squirm in your little chair. I got news for you.
3: Laughing at me, I do that myself. That's a true fact. That's a true fact. Look at Brandon. Brandon's having the only one to walk around the building and set up a joke to set yep. my own self.
6: Look, I want Brandon to sit in the front so he can enjoy it <laughs> just as much as we will. I will enjoy it. Brandon enjoys it. Brandon <laughs>
3: enjoys 15 hours a week. I don't know if Brandon wants any weekend. <laughs> Brandon wants to no, it would be nice night. to
4: hear other people roasting you for a change. Hey, we say our
3: prayers for Brandon every day. <laughs> I
4: appreciate that. Yeah, it's anytime. A, it's, a,
3: it's, a, it's well worth it. It's a good cause. It, it was around the military stuff last time. It's the same thing around the military yep. stuff this time. So I was, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to do it. It's always fun. I get to, I get to find out about things about me. The good news is everybody roasting. When I get finished, will well, all have a nickname. I'm just mm-hmm. letting mm-hmm. you know that they all. Oh, sure, they have one oh, now. They do. I tell people everybody's got a nickname. I just hadn't released all of them. Well, good. I'm glad you don't have <laughs> one for me yet. <laughs> oh, I got one for you. Uh, I just oh. not, not it on the air yet. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I got <laughs> so it. Oh, once got once it. again. Oh. How to get in touch with you? I'll let you go.
6: Uh, For our sponsorships, give me a call, 337 380 5495. And my name is Jude Savoie. But if you're looking for any information, go to eventbrite.com and search Moongrafont Roast.
3: Yeah, if you don't live here, it's uh I think it's a it's a it's an evening deal. It is an evening.
6: It's a Thursday evening at the Hilton in Lafayette, the Double Tree on Penhook. August twenty fourth. August twenty fourth at six PM. Doors yeah, will so open. So it's an
3: evening. So it's, it's I am telling you is it food, drink, or
6: Yes, it is a sit down meal so y'all get to enjoy uh, a good plate of food. Yeah. And then get to listen and hopefully uh, you know, don't laugh too much. Then I don't care. I, I'm, I'm
3: gonna be, I'll, I'll be laughing more than anybody.
6: Ah, probably. I, I'm
3: telling you right now, I did that last
6: time. Ah, you're going to have a rough one with me because I'm going to be laughing. It, it, if you
3: come in to have some fun, come. Every now and then you get one that don't understand what you're there for. And listen, and this, is not, fun. this is not just an Acadiana deal. We want this to be
6: all about the state. So oh, yeah. even all you people from north Louisiana, come on down. You can stay at the Hilton as
3: well. And they, they made. They, I lived up there 35 years. They're probably tired of laughing at me. They excited you gone. <laughs> no, they were glad when I left. All right, Jude, thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. God bless. All right, I'll just let you let yourself out. Anyway. We'll do it. 844-766-6607. You going to the break now? Yeah, no, unless you don't want to. No, that's fine. We take okay. it. Go ahead and take it. It's, I'm running It's kind roll. of natural at this point. All right, natural. Yes. Kind of like my hair. Yeah, it's all yeah. natural. People actually... Curl in hell. I wonder how much it costs to curl somebody's hair. You know, it costs 500 hours of, of uh, work to be able to braid hair now, according to Louisiana legislature. That okay. 500 hours of work. How much it costs to do a perm like this? Oh my <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back.
7: Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade, so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work. But I do.
3: Hunter Lundy, governor.
7: Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana.
3: When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? probably travel sunny beaches and spoiling your grandchildren but a recent survey found that over 30 percent of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes baby boomers were told for years to save money in their iras and 401ks and pay taxes later well now that day has arrived and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to uncle sam john blanchett and the matthew james financial group can help what if you could Protect all most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Some days. Yes, it's that time of the year again.
4: Back to school shopping. And with inflation, we know it hasn't gotten any cheaper. Here's how we want to help you out. Download the KPL News app and click on HALL PASS CASH, and you can win a $500 prepaid VISA gift card. Just follow the assignments to earn points and increase your chances to win. We're making back to school shopping better with All PASS CASH. Brought to you by Acadiana owned and operated mattress gallery located on Kali Saloon across from River Ranch. From selection to delivery, it's Mattress Gallery. Everyone's new favorite bumper song. I don't know, man. like People requesting this. This is just actually just a made-for-bumper-music song. It's, it's not, not even, like it's a not single or nothing. Yeah, it's not even a song. Yeah,
3: most but people,
4: I've had people call and ask me about it.
3: Yep. It's, but it's not a song. It's not a song. It's the bumper music. Okay. Hey, How y'all all Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> He's <laughs> He's the show. You told me that the other day. I, I know, back. man. 844-766-6607. The dog days of summer, and it's hot. Okay, Woo! Moon, it is hot, man. Oh, man.
4: That heat was oppressive Ran
3: yesterday, it. man. Every year,
4: this time of year, it gets oh no, and every year it sucks.
3: <laughs> By the way, I love this. Digging through the archives, some of 1980 heat waves remained unmatched. This was in Dallas. They had 40, 40 unmatched. This is not even close to what it is. Matter of fact, people, my friends in Monroe live there. Uh Brandon broke 29 records that summer. <laughs> it ain't even close. It's not even close. That ain't what they tell. I walked out every day when I walk out. The news is on the national news. And Maddie and Emma are watching it. And every day when I'm walking out, Brandon, I'm not even looking. I can hear it walking out. You know the first story on the national news every day, every day, every day? Weather. If the President of the United States, well, let me not say that. If somebody got hurt really bad that we know, that would be the second or third story after the heat wave. And it's not worse. It's not even close. 1980s, 1930s were hotter. Oh, it was so much Way hotter. When you told us every day and you walk out every day. Somebody asked me today, Brian, what was that? You went fishing? I said, I didn't go this weekend. I said, well, it's hot, huh? <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> was that Mark asking you that? <laughs> no, this uh, old Lance from a uh, walk ons. He was out there I said, hey, Moon, he said, hey, boy, he fished this week. I said, no, I hung around I said, the next couple of weeks, I just I, I really got things I need to do around the house and uh, do stuff with my bride and my chillings. And, uh, when he asked that, I kind of laughed because uh, I, uh, I, he said, oh, well, it's too hot. I said, it ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, here it is, Brandon. Melinda Daslet is reporting U.S. Senator Psycho Bill Cassidy has endorsed Jeff Landry in the governor's race. Psycho Bill. By the way, that's not a bad endorsement for Landry because, you know, Psycho is more of the mid-left uh Mid-left guy, and and that's... i tell you who this could affect more than anybody in the race is uh, Waggaspap. I mean, Cassidy... Look, I got my big-time differences with Psycho Bill. But Cassidy's still a United States senator. He didn't have to endorse Jeff Landry. You know? I have go look at all the comments. Garrett Gray's man, oh, you know, I'm looking... He never did look at it, but I'm looking at it because uh, there's not anybody in the race that I can... Uh, now, Bill Cassidy endorses Jeff. So a little psycho Bill news right there. But like I said, I, 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 I the only thing that hurts is uh, it's probably uh, uh Stephen Waggaspet. So anyway, that was that just came across the the line, folks. Just came across the wires, I like to say. So uh, I'm letting y'all know that that's out there. Let me see. Here's another story. Okay. Okay, anyway, that's not the same thing. I was thinking that was another story based off the one I just told you. All right, 844-766-6607, Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Get away from the weather. <laughs> Everybody knows it's hot. It means nothing, Brandon, by the way. You know what it means, Brandon? It's hot. <laughs> that's all it means. Hot it as hell. It, it don't mean man can change it. None of that's true. So it's hot. This, this bothered me, and, it, and I knew they would play the card you know sean wilson pothole he's a black guy i don't care if he was a blue guy a white guy i don't care i look at what they stand for that's bill edwards's endorsed candidate edwards crushed us for eight years he's crushed us from a business perspective he's crushed us he hadn't improved education He didn't improved the roads and that's pothole bill and bridges brandon i was on uh you ever drove johnson street through lafayette uh, which is 167. Which yeah. is uh, one. Is it 167? Mm-hmm. 167 16, is Johnson. Okay. Uh, I'm driving through the city, mm-hmm. I wish I wish pothole would come drive with me. I'm mm-hmm. my wife, look at this road. It's just horrendous. And They're talking about pothole fixing all this stuff, but the headlines. And, and by the way, this is written by the twit Tyler Bridges. Ex highway chief Sean Wilson faces steep odds as a black Democrat running for governor. Go on, let's. Let's go backwards eight years. When Bell came on the scene, a nothing, a zero from Amy, till they start all the honor code stuff. And he was pro-life and honor code. He was very, very slim chance of him winning. And then a magical thing happened. Jay Darden, the legendary backstabber, and Scott Angel, another backstabber. Republicans decided to make it okay to vote for a Democrat again in the state. And people bought into it, just like they're buying everything else here, unfortunately. And they bought into it. And Republicans hand-delivered a victory for Edwards. He backed in because the Republicans had nothing to do. Had he been black, green, white, or yellow, it wouldn't have mattered. There's only one way for Pothole to win as a Democrat, not as a black Democrat, because it's all We do. All the media and Tyler Bridges, the Twit them, can focus on his race, 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 and gender, gender, gender. That's all they want to focus on. Pothole Williams, Wilson, Sean Pothole Wilson, is a liberal and leftist center. He's way left leftist center. He's ever been as woke as Bill Edwards is. That's Bill Edwards' kind. It's nothing to do with his skin color. But here we go. Louisiana Transportation Secretary for seven years, who managed more? Did you think Bridges is trying to build him up, Brandon? Who managed more than four thousand employees, spent billions of dollars, and oversaw the repair and construction of roads and bridges throughout the state? Would somebody show me those repairs? <laughs> I mean, I want to see them. Where? When? When did this happen? When did roads get fixed? Anybody want to drive with me? I'd be glad to take you around where I live. Listen. <laughs> billions of dollars in transportation. He worked with mayors and legislators and sheriffs in all parts of Louisiana, regardless of their political party. And he likes to say that no other for, uh, candidate for governor can match his expertise and experience. But will all that matter, and here it is, or is it simply more important that he is a black Democrat in a Republican-dominated state that hasn't elected a black candidate statewide in 150 years. Once again, when they pull up the Democrat play card, what is it? Race. All you got. I'd vote for, if Sean Wilson, I don't care what party is, if Sean Wilson was a big-time conservative that would really change this state, I'd have no problem voting for Pothole. Pothole wants to keep the state in the same direction that Edwards got us. Last in education, last in economy, losing our young people, Medicaid expansion, trying to, trying to let boys go to girls' locker rooms, mutilating children. He believes in all, except he believes in abortion. He's saying, well, I'm pro-life personally. Well, you got to say that in Louisiana. He, he does not have the resume to change the state of Louisiana. He has a resume to keep it in the same direction. And we're lasting everything for a reason. We won't change. We won't change the bad guys out. Wilson is no more qualified for governor as Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, or me. How about that? Brandon, he ran billions of dollars of budgets. (laughs) The legislature and the governor gave him the money for him to spend. (laughs) It ain't like he created all this money and created this wealth and went out there and spent it properly. It had nothing to do with that. You know, but here they go. Here they go. Race. Make people feel guilty. And let me tell you, there's one way a guy like Pothole can win. It has nothing to do with his race. One way he can win. The same way Bell Edwards win. If Republicans don't go vote in the runoff or get mad at that other candidate, then Pothole can win. That's the only way Pothole can win. That's it. It's nothing to do with his skin color. It has everything to do with the Republican voter who votes 60% for Donald Trump. If they show up and vote, Pothole can't win because Pothole doesn't deserve to win because he wants to take the state in the same direction we headed now, which is to keep us last. That's why Pothole needs to get beat. We better wake up, folks, so we'll do it again. I'm not sure if Republicans won't do it again. Hell, we did it in the last two election cycles. Take a break. You're listening to The Moon Show. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is
5: unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating.
3: Call them today, make the pests go away j and j exterminating
5: get the shield
3: yeah it's the natural beauty of louisiana with a staycation at one of louisiana's 21 state parks there are activities for the whole family to enjoy you can kayak under towering moss draped trees ride horseback down winding trails play disc golf in the piney woods or catch a state record bass and when the sun sets And it's time to relax. Our cabins are the ideal place to unwind and enjoy the company of family and friends around the campfire. If that's not your camping style, try our campsites or glamping. We're ready for your adventure. Find everything you need to book your stay at louisianastateparks.com. Louisiana State Parks, where you can be a world away, yet so close to home. Folks, the staycation is a wonderful getaway. 21 State Parks, we've got something for you and the whole family. You need to come check us out, folks. Once again, louisianastateparks.com, louisianastateparks.com. Get away. You don't have to go too far to have a blast in Louisiana. <laughs> this hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Time for me to move on. Oh, Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Just talking out loud, folks. Great to have you with us. This is Rock and Roll, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Folks, I'm just, when I see articles like this about a twit, Tyler Bridges, he is a twit. Uh, you know, then, then Pothole comments. There will be folks who will have extreme prohibitions when it comes to race. I'm not one of them, Pothole. I'm just watching what you do and what you say. And I'm watching who's who's behind you and who's involved in your race. John Bell. That's enough, man. This guy hurt us. The reality is that at what point do we rise to the level of civility and citizenship and not limit ourselves based on something deep my, as my skin tone to dictate our future? What I ain't supposed to do is compare me as a situation, consider my record, my cheese, my preparation, and you, can consider my race as well. Nobody's considering his race. I don't care if he's black. I don't care if he's white. Wilson is a same. He's Bell Edwards to do over again and again. He can't win, not because of his race. He can't win except for one way. For the good old boy network Republicans like Jay Darn and them. Look, Jay. Look, Ask Jay Darden right now who he's supporting. He knifed uh, Vitter in the back and became the uh, top dog with Bell Edwards, which, by the way, I made the prediction when he knifed him. I told everybody this was going to happen. Yeah, it ain't happening. Jay said, I ain't take no job. Yeah, he took the job when he knifed him in the back. It helped his retirement immensely. His retirement has fall somewhere around 16000 a month for the rest of his life. All he had to do was knife Vitter in the back. His retirement was going to be based off $115,000 a year. His retirement now is going to be based off of $230,000 a year. There's a big difference in retirement. All he had to do was knife in the back. He's part of the system that keeps us last. So, yes, there's a way. One way for Pothole to win is people don't go vote. Or they do to the Jay Darden, the, 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 that's what I tell you about. Clay Shakespeare, he did the same thing with these other Republicans. John Stefanski, running for attorney general, is in the back. And you're going to promote him? Clay Shakespeare, knifes in the back. Edwards owns him. The Black Caucus and the Democrats own him. You're you going to actually promote him? By the way, the other funny thing I, I thought about him with uh, Shakespeare, think about this. He's going to be ahead of the, if he wins, he would be Secretary of State ahead of our elections. Now, I want y'all to think this. Think about this. They all admit that Shakespeare and Blank Page Cortez led the charge to give every Democrat in the House and every Democrat in the House a million dollars to spend in that district. I don't know about y'all, Brandon, but to me, that's buying votes. You're going to put a guy that's learned how to buy votes with the Democrats to be the Secretary of State and Clay Shakespeare. I want you to think about that because everybody has admitted this is, this is out there. Even the media got that right, that Democrats were given a million dollars while they keep running conservatives, Christians and conservatives in the ground who have not enough votes to get nothing anything done. Jake Snyder wants to be Secretary of State. He knows how to buy votes. Now, I don't know about y'all. Somebody that's ahead of my elections, I don't want them to know the ins and outs of buying votes. But he bought votes. They bought vote. This is a fact. It's not even disputed. It can't be disputed at all, what I'm telling you. Secretary of State, and he buys votes. I mean, that's that's like that's <laughs> you're ahead of elections and you know how to buy votes. You know how to buy Democrat Party votes. I always said, Shea Snyder wouldn't get close. He's counting on Democrats to show up for him. I don't know if there's a Democrat in the race. Same thing with John uh, Stefanski running for attorney general. He's working the campaign behind the scenes. That that whole situation with him, his family, that's all tied to Edwin Edwards out of Crowley. When he won his first campaign, Brandon, I played it. I don't have it anymore. Edwin Edwards did campaign, uh, 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 those phone rollover calls or whatever you call them. Edwards did vote for John Stefanski in certain areas in the black community and Democrat households. My name is Edwin Edwards, vote for John Stefanski. You' are gonna be running the old play underneath liberal leftist woke Democrat on top. I'm a Republican. No, I'm a Republican. I'm, I'm just telling you how we defeat this. And there's a lot of them out there running in Senate races and things of that nature. We gotta we gotta figure out how to beat this. And the way you beat it is people to wake up and actually read about who they vote for. I don't care if they're your best friends. I don't care if they're a long time coach. It doesn't matter we got to change the Senate and the House and the leadership and the governor, or we don't have a chance. I keep saying that. People go, oh, you know what? You, I've never given up on our state. But I'm going to tell you what. if I've seen a man, what he did to this state in Bell Edwards. He sold it out with the Green New Deal. That's why they sent him to Washington. Now, he's some kind of expert on this. Now, no, he's not. He's a guy getting ready to make millions. That's who he is. That's who he is. So getting back to the election, I'm sick of hearing it. I ain't voting for a black Democrat. I ain't voting these blacks. So they give to- and that's the headlines of the story. Tyler Bridges writes a story. Ex-Highway Chief Wilson faces steep odds of a black Democrat running for governor. I want to soften. Well, you know, we never had a black governor. Let's go for the... If he's not going to put us in the right direction, I don't care if he's lily white.
4: And technically, he would not be the first black governor because we have had a black governor of the state
3: before. Yeah, 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. Sure, I get it. I'm with you. But, Brandon, just for the point that they're bringing up, this is an argument, a most quali- qualified, can we go around and look at the road work? I'm telling you, I'm tired of getting my vehicles beat up. It's It's sad. I told you the story. I went out to get some shrimp. I think it was out in uh, Church Point at Kaplan. Maybe it was Kaplan. And I got out there, and the people, I paid for my shrimp, and I told them I was charging them 300 bucks. They said, for what? They all stopped and listened. I said, because I'm going to have to have two new tires in alignment <laughs> because of the roads. And an older guy right there fell out laughing, of course. And the older guy said, you see that road right there? Yes, sir. I said, that's a state road. He said, yes, sir. He said, uh, how many times do you think they come out here and fix this road? It was built in 1970-something. I said, we're looking at the potholes. <laughs> Not much. He said, they never have. I said, you ride on it, you can tell they never have. He said, see a, little, see a little black tar and somebody. He said, yeah, they fix a pothole. That's about all they ever do to it. But, Brandon, the, the, the Johnson Road I was telling you about right here, that's a main, that's the, one of the main roads here. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my God, I hadn't been on that road. And I'm talking about in the middle of the city. No, no. I'm not talking about once you, I was going to Shucks. I'm not talking, once you get out, it was pretty smooth.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, they are, and, and they are working currently on Johnston. They're not only adding J turns, but they are smoothing the road over. Uh, but yeah, and the DOTD is the one that's working on that. But uh, it is pretty rough right now.
3: Ooh. man, that that's dude, that rough, dude, man. that dude will kill you, man. Anyway, so, folks, There's the game. I'm just showing you how to be played. Pothole can't win because he's a very woke liberal Democrat. He can win if you can get the Jay Dardens and people like that to come out. I don't put it past Republicans that are to the left. I don't. I don't put it past them. I don't put it past them at all. Hell, they showed they could do it. Let me take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Your calls are welcome. We'll be right back. Folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. I think of Nicole Spellman Group. I think of... Expertise. I think of people being relieved when they got to sell your home. When you have to sell a home or you're trying to buy a home, it's not nice to have a person that you can grab or a company that you can grab and say, hey, help me do this. I need the stress taken off. I got life to live. This company's out of Baton Rouge, but let's say you live in a place like Monroe. Man, they can help you in Monroe or anywhere in the great state of Louisiana. That's what's unique about the company. And hardly anybody does what they do. They reach the whole state so they can help you sell your home anywhere. You know, when you look at Nicole Spellman Group, they have a system of selling houses. Us. They got a system that creates more demand. And what does that do? It results more multiple offer situations. And by the way, that helps you get more money to closing faster than the average agent. That's pretty awesome. That's what Nicole Spellman Group is all about. Anywhere in the state of Louisiana, they can service you. They can help you. They can take the pressure off of you to sell at home and get top dollar. NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. I'm telling you, when you go to them, you're going to go, wow. I'm so glad I heard about them.
8: I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for attorney general.
3: Moon Grafon Show. Great to have you with us. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Well, I and I wanted to bring it up because the twitch started that. That's going to be the, the deal out there. Uh they people did that with Barack Obama, and that was horrendous. The worst president we've ever had. The guy's hurting us still with the policies. Forget the color of the skin in Republican-Democrat. All this green new crazy, I still think they're on the Biden administration. So Wilson is handpicked by uh, St. Bill. And, uh, folks, I'm right about this. We, 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 they really hurt us and you better, and I'm going to tell you right now, you would see what I mean, but we got so much federal money that's been deposited in this state the last few years. And that's what is keeping us alive. Brother people want to believe it or not. It is what's keeping us alive. It's been dumped in economy, but, but everything is so high price now. And, uh, Wilson has no clue about none of this stuff. Nothing, okay, nothing. And what he would do is keep everybody in place. I'm sure Mark Cooper would keep his little plush $200,000 a year job. He was there for for eight years with Jindal and then eight years with uh, uh, Edwards. And he will tell you he's a Republican, but he just wants that government job, and he'll get to keep it. So everything would remain the same. So you can sit here and tell me what Edwards did in education, roads, jobs stopping our migration, insurance, reform, uh, any of that stuff. There's no accomplishments. He admitted that the other day. Well, we ain't do a whole lot. You know, they got a lot still to do. He admitted we didn't do anything. Medicaid expansion, which is a devastating thing because it means more people hooked on the federal government. And federal government money raised $7 billion in sales taxes and some other taxes. That's it. If you call that accomplishments, that's fine. He's left his state and they spent all that dang money. They hurt the next governor. I think the guy would try to come back and run and say, look what I did. But people were buying it Because you read that. The devil's advocate and believe a Tyler Twit. Uh, a Tyler Bridges story. The Twit. They get stuff right sometimes. I ain't going to say they don't get some things right, but man, when they're doing some of the stuff they're doing, this whole thing, Democrat and the whole article is uh, how great Sean is and all the confidence. 4000 Employees, and billions of dollars in budget, to fixing roads, and all that. Wow. When did all that happen? Nothing to do with black. Nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with race. Absolutely nothing. He can win. He can win one way. Republicans turn on Republicans. Well, I've watched it. And what happens is one of two things. Either people don't go vote. I they go vote for the wrong person. Everybody that voted for Ed was first time. I had friends. I mean, that's the ones that ought to be ashamed of themselves. I had friends. I'm talking about close friends that go, well, you know what, I, I, this guy's under cold and all that crazy. I try to tell them they ain't I just, All I do with my friends is walk away. I don't tell them nothing. I don't go back and say, I told you so. If they uh, believe in what they did, then they, 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 they got to live with themselves. I got to live with myself and the things I say and do. You got to have a state that really wants to change. It's not going to change electing the same people who got us in this position. It's not. Jay Darden's been helping run government for over 30 years. Well, that's his accomplishment. What do you think Joe Jay Darden did? Come on, I'm ready to get him on the air with me. Let's talk about all this reform he got in the state. Man, we've lost two congressmen under his watch. Two and probably going to lose a third one. He'll probably be gone enjoying his retirement money that he got for Knife and Vitter. Oh, that's a nice, good guy. I don't know him that well. He might be. I'm telling you political side of these people, not the personal side of them. You know, I wish I was, I wish I could sit here and say, boy, I've been wrong on all this stuff, but I haven't. 30 years I haven't. I watched it. I watched it. I watched these so-called great players like John oleary Gee whiz. Gee whiz, help me. Oh, moon, you don't understand. That man was a leader for 50 years, okay? John, I would love to sit down with Mr. Larry on the air. Let's talk about his accomplishments in education. Let's ask Mr. Larry to explain all these accomplishments in education. How about the accomplishments in uh, uh, stopping children and kids and people from leaving, stopping our migration, or losing congressmen? How about an economy? How about protecting all an oil and gas industry instead of turning them into climate hawks like everybody else? By the way, my friends in oil and gas get mad every time I bring up climate, every time I bring up this stupid carbon capture. Why? Money. Shut up, Moon. It's money, you dummy. You big dummy. It's money. We don't care how we get the money. We just want the money. Give us the money. Shut up, Moon. Oh, yeah. Once again, people that I've supported all my life, I'm still a supporter. still think the oil and gas industry is worth saving because without it, we have nothing. We are zero. We can't feed ourselves. So it's, uh, I just want the state to change for the better. I love it here. I love the people here. We, we including myself, not that bright when it comes to politics. That's why we keep getting beat. You yeah. I don't like him because he did something 15 years ago. Well, excuse me. You've never done anything wrong. I had a guy tell me I didn't vote for Vitter cause I ain't voting for a hypocrite. i go by the late CB told me, Brandon. If you're voting for an elected official, you're voting for a hypocrite. <laughs> I've had a good friend of mine. Love him to death. I ain't voting for him because he's a hypocrite. Well, don't vote for anybody because they all become hypocrites. I'm a hypocrite too sometimes. I am. I, I wish I would. Pray all the time. I change being a hypocrite on some things in my life. Just, I'm just speaking real with you. I want to change the state. I want this state to prosper. I want this state to be a blessing. I want this state to wrong, roll. I want this state to roll. I want this state to... I want it great for black, white, green, yellow, male, female. Rather, we agree politically a lot. I want it to be a best. I want people to look at this thing, and go, that dang Louisiana's kicking butt and taking that. But you can't do it with the mentality of a Bill Edwards. You cannot do it with a John O'Leary. You cannot do it with a blank page Cortez and that fake shyster Shakespeare. You can't do it. You can't put people like John Stefanski as attorney general and expect to change anything because it's not going to happen. Well, you just want all your people to win. Yes. You know why? Because I have not been wrong. These people are bad for the state. The good old boy network is real. It, it's real. You understand? This is real. I'm just looking at the real. I, I, we shouldn't be second fiddle to Texas. Man, that's a whole nother country. Yes. But there are things we can do to compete with Texas, but you got to want to do it. It's, uh, it. it's a chance and an opportunity every four years but then people get that feeling. Well, I'm not voting for
9: so-and-so because so-and-so makes me mad.
3: Okay. Okay, then go ahead and vote for the leftist woke guy like Edwards. I mean, what part of Edwards, Bell Edwards, that you voted for? Do you like the the best part of Edwards? Do you like the part where he wanted boys to be able to go in the girls' bathrooms? Or the boys be able to play in a girls' sport? Or do you like the part where... Kids can be mutilated, chemically castrated under the Edwards watch. Which one of them did you like most about Edwards? Did you like the part where he told you, you had to wear a mask and you couldn't go to work? Or he told you that your kids will get the vaccine or vaccine that was a trial vaccine? What part of Edwards did you like? Was it part where businesses keep leaving and the kids keep leaving? What part of Edwards did you vote for? Oh, I voted for the guy that was the honor code. Say it again. There's no honor code in politics, folks. There's no honor code. There was no honor code with him. People bought into the biggest lie was him and his honor code, pro-life. He was aborting babies left and right in this state when other states weren't doing it during COVID. Shutting down operations where people couldn't even go, or shutting down procedures where people couldn't even go get tested for cancer. Which one do you like? You like the one that pushed the Green New Deal down our throat because he personally will benefit financially like he's never thought he could come into? He won't argue with that. You won't see the newspapers write about that, will you? Because they know I'm right. What a state with good people, great people, and allow this to happen. You know, $18 billion in the hole (laughs) in fixing roads and bridges. What Einstein has been running the D.O.T.D. for the last seven years? Pothole! What Einstein, like, how can John Alario look you in the eye and talk about roads and infrastructure? John Alario probably forgot more than I know. I, I don't mind debating him anywhere about what he didn't do and how he hurt this state. But they got people out there. Blank Page Cortez got him on speed now. So does Bill Edwards speed dial on what they need to do. Unbelievable. Anyway, Woody Jenkins will join us. A couple great stories on this. You're listening to the Moon Show. Don't go nowhere, folks. We're going to keep the fight. That's all I can tell you.
0: Not immune to facts, the
4: Dan Bongino show. And here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. Harder. Yes, it's that time of the year again, back to school shopping. And with inflation, we know it hasn't gotten any cheaper. Here's how we want to help you out. Download the KPL News app and click on Hold Pass Cash, and you can win a $500 prepaid Visa gift card. Just follow the assignments to earn points and increase your chances to win. We're making back-to-school shopping better with all past cash. Brought to you by Acadiana-owned and operated Mattress Gallery located on Kali Saloon across from River Ranch. From selection to delivery, it's Mattress
3: Gallery. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio.
0: They want answers from Devin Archer. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. He's behind closed doors at the Capitol. The business associate of Hunter Biden will be questioned for hours by House Oversight Committee staffers. Congresswoman Nancy Mace tells Fox.
1: We've seen evidence of corruption and money laundering and bribery. It was Joe Biden in the room when these things were taking place? And that's what we want to figure out today.
0: The president has insisted he's not involved in his son's business dealings, says Hunter Biden's legal team keeps working on his criminal case held up in court, tax evasion misdemeanors and a felony gun charge.
5: Working with the Department of Justice U.S. Attorney David Weiss in Delaware on a revised plea deal, or at least one that provides more information to federal judge Mary Ellen Norieco, a Trump-appointed federal judge who refused to be a rubber stamp for the proposed agreement
0: last week. Fox's David Spun to Trump staffers in court this morning. Carlos D. Oliveira, charged with conspiracy to obstruct and lying to investigators in the classified documents case against the former president.
1: Prosecutors allege that D. Oliveira, who served as Mar-a-Lago's head of maintenance, lied about helping to move boxes of documents and assisted in an attempt to delete security camera footage from the estate after it had been subpoenaed.
0: Fox's Alexandra Hoff outside the court in Miami. It is sentencing day for Lori Vallow Daybell. The Idaho mother could get life without parole for murdering her two youngest children.
1: The kids' bodies were found on her husband's property and his trial is set for next year. During the week's long trial, information came out about the doomsday cult beliefs of Vallow and her husband. Texts between the two spoke about demons, quote, possessing the kids, as well as calling them zombies. Fox's
0: tanya j powers yellow is fading to black the trucking companies finished
1: the largest bankruptcy in the history of the trucking industry 99 year old yellow trucking shut down sunday it's a business that has been saddled with debt despite having received 700 million dollars in federal pandemic bailout money hanging in the balance 30,000 employees as
0: fox's jerry willis america's
9: listening to fox news i'm kareem abdul jabbar i learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way
1: Here's something you've never heard before.
4: Stop.
5: This is Simply Safe.
1: Introducing 24/7 lifeguard protection, only from Simply Safe Home Security. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a
4: day. There's no safe likes. when you're looking to try some place new check out the dining by district feature on the eatlafayette.com website you'll see all of the locally owned and operated restaurants that are a part of eat lafayette this year grouped by dining district you may find a new favorite right in your area of town eat lafayette from lafayette travel and sponsored in part by news talk 96.5 kp
0: hey this is joe cunningham and every weekday on my show the joe cunningham show you can tune in for all of today's top news local state and national plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on the Joe Cunningham show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
5: The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
3: Welcome, Moon Grafon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Let's jump gears. We're joined by the guy that owns and runs the city, Central City News, uh, Mr. Woody Jenkins. Woody, how you doing?
10: Well, fine, uh, Moon. It's great to be with you.
3: Yeah, and also I think uh, Mr. Richard Mahoney's joining us as well, correct?
10: Yes, he is. He's on the line too.
3: All right, Richard, how you doing?
10: Viva Cristo Ray.
3: Oh man, closer to heaven. Yeah, it's so brother, it's a privilege
11: you. to be on, on your show.
3: No, thank y'all both. All right, big article, uh, Woody. Uh, you breaking in your newspaper? Uh, Delta Women's Abortion Clinic left patients' records much more. Uh, let's talk about what's going on. This, this is this is kind of a big, big, big story right here. I mean, this is unbelievable.
10: You know, uh, Moon, this is the, the biggest story we've had in the Central City News uh, since we started publication 18 years ago. And we've had some big stories. But uh, what's happened is we had probably the largest abortion clinic in the state uh, right here in Baton Rouge, right off Goodwood Boulevard near the new library. And they've been operating, for since 2001 until right after the, the uh, Dobbs decision, which took away uh, Roe v. Wade. And uh, over that period, they've they've, uh, committed about uh, well over 40,000 abortions, as best we can determine.
3: Oh, my God. And,
10: you know, nobody really knows what goes on inside the abortion clinic. We've had former staff people that will come forward from time to time, and you get an idea. But what happened was that this building where the abortions were performed has been acquired by pro-lifers. And when they when they went in it was extraordinary because they found things that are just unbelievable uh richard mahoney who's on the phone with us and we'll talk in a moment uh he called and invited uh, us at the central city news to come and to be the first news media to actually go in the abortion clinic to see what was there and so we met and uh i went in uh with richard we had uh Hank Kinnigan who's a pastor here, go along with us to further confirm what went what, on. But what we found there was most extraordinary and, and highly illegal. It was really earth-shattering, I believe. Um, w- what was, was in there was patient records, not just a few, but um, perhaps a thousand or more, mm. uh, with identifying information, the, the name of the patient, the address, the phone number, the birth date, Everything about them, their medical history, uh, and one of the most uh, shocking things was every file has attached to it the uh, a sonogram of the baby who was killed. Oh now, all of God. this, each one of these files, would be uh, a HIPAA violation under federal law that that uh, prohibits, you know, copying or displaying identifying information of medical patients much less someone who's had an abortion so uh, there's a potential fine for each file of as much as $450,000. Wow. So here we have the potential of millions of dollars of fines, the potential of violation of people's privacy rights. Really whether you're for abortion or against abortion, you would be appalled to think that these women who've had the abortions would have their identities revealed in this way. But that's what was in there. There were actually there were so many things in there, and as you, as uh, Richard went through, it was so amazing because the lights had not been turned on yet because, (laughs) now this is ironic, the Department of Health and Hospitals had not come on to turn on the lights. They had to approve and inspect before entergy could turn on the lights, so we were operating in semi-darkness, and ultimately, after a few weeks, DHH came out. It's ironic because DHH... uh, and in, uh inspections are essential and important to what we found. But uh, in, in inside the abortion clinic there are things like the uh they really took out everything of, of real money value and left the things that weren't very valuable. It was like the uh, the patient finals were less the, the, the suction equipment that uh actually were used to to suck the babies out mm. of their mother bit by bit uh the the uh computers they left uh their computers and certainly probably filled with data we don't know what all may be on those computers uh things like their income records we've got their income records year by year w t two forms of the people who work there how much money the abortionists were making is is there and one of the most uh interesting things and condemning things is they left. Uh, three years of reports on the, their citations by the Public Health and Hospital, showing the egregious violations of of state and federal law, and also the response by uh, Delta Women's Clinic. So what you find is that in there, they were continuously being cited for uh, most egregious things such as uh, leaving patient records uh, in the dumpster outside where they mm-hmm. would be found, or mold, using uh, things like um, probes and and uh, other equipment used in the abortion, uh, not, not oh, properly oh, sterilizing, God. maybe not sterilizing oh, at all, those pieces of equipment where they would go from lady to lady yeah. without proper sterilization, which would cause STDs and uh, perhaps... Uh, tens of thousands of cases but, of STDs. But Woody, but Woody. Know, we're the nation's leader on STDs on America. Yeah,
3: no, but nothing you told me, I don't know my stomach's turning, nothing you told me surprised me when you got people making a living killing a, a human being. Nothing. I mean, well, that, no, right, nothing surprised right. me about people. They're so evil, and this is what they call choice. And this is what the, the well, left has spun as choice, but... I'm not surprised by anything else y'all may come up with, because you're dealing with people that are doing evil things, killing babies.
10: That's right. And, you know, the whole mantra we've heard for 50 years is, well, let's make abortion safe and legal. Mm -hmm. Safe and legal. Not safe for the baby, but safe for the mother who's giving up the baby. And legal. So it's been what we have here in the documentation that we've been able to obtain, what we've been able to see is it wasn 't safe, it was never safe for the mother, but um I have here moon um, Richard Mahoney and richard if um, if anyone has followed the pro-life movement and the confrontation that that has gone on between good and evil all these years in Louisiana, Richard has been out there in front of the abortion clinics day after day after day, mm-hmm. day uh really trying to pray and reach out to the mothers and save those babies. And and he was instrumental in in the pro-lifers acquiring this this abortion clinic so that we now have, for the first time, all this information. But I'd like to
3: to get you to bring Richard on. He's here with me. All right. Let's bring Richard. Richard Mahoney. Thanks, Richard. Uh, Go ahead, Richard. Thank you. Yes, sir. Go
11: ahead. Well, first of all, there's two things involved here. first is this is a holocaust. Matter of fact, uh, I don't know how much Woody knows, but in 1980, uh, a friend of mine asked me to come out to the Delta death camp. And he, I said, What's that? He said, It's abortion clinic. I said, What is that? He said, They're killing babies. First of all, I couldn't believe the words I was hearing because, you know, when I was growing up, when a child was conceived up in New York, everybody handed out cigars. Everybody jumped for joy. It was the most intimate ble- mm-hmm. blessing that God could to give you. Sure. Anyway, fast forward. For over 13 years, we prayed. Uh, matter of fact, Brinkley had has had over a dozen death camps, and um, and I'll go. Into this that is a, this is Leroy
10: Brinkley we're talking Frederick about, Brinkley. the owner, not he a physician by the way, right. man, not a physician. Yeah. He's owned all these abortion clinics, uh, yeah. but as many as 12 or 14 in the state.
11: He started out on Jamestown in the 1970s, <clears throat> and. Um, he built, he, he said, I can't kill enough babies at Jamestown death camp. So he built the one on Bennington, which became famous because they had Operation Rescue there in 1992, exposing this 16 room killing center. Fast forward in 1993, the federal government seized the building because, uh, Brinkley and his cohorts had been dispensing narcotics illegally. So the fed seized it, put it under rid of levy execution. And I, I bought it and threw him out. I bought that death camp in 1994, May 13th, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. And uh, it's a Holocaust model. For your viewers, go online, org slash memorial, and you can take a virtual tour of that death camp. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I realized these people are not just murders because you're going to kill an innocent child in the womb, you're going to break every other law of God and man. So I began investigating, and if you look on our website, chronological history of delta we had to redact it because it was tens of thousands of pages so we have just probably a thousand pages of their crimes uh it's incredible matter of fact for the last since 1993 till now i've compiled the most egregious nefarious crimes committed by the borson cartel and um this is all documented matter of fact, they've been on the news hundreds of times probably probably the most uh the biggest news stories and the most news in history. That's I'm trying to get into the, the historical society so the people in the, in the country can see what has happened at their death camps. So to. we fast forward now 29 years. And so their the, the most infamous death camp on Benetton closed. We bought that. Fast forward 29 years. Science uh, put up in front of the Delta, the last Delta death camp. And um, and if you go online, you'll see the history and where the other sites are. I won't go into that because it's, it's too long. I mean, I would spend three weeks talking about it. But anyway, so we fast forward 29 years. And on May 13th, a sign goes up in front of the last Delta death camp for sale. So my friend Daniel Green, he said, what do you want to do, Rich? I said, well, let's look into it and see. And so we, uh, we, we bought that. Daniel Green, LLC, bought it. And we're going to make it into divine mercy care. Which, uh, hold
3: hold you thought right there, because I'm going to take a quick break, come back and uh, talk a little bit more about it. Woody Jenkins, of course, uh, Central City News online. You can check it out. And uh, Richard Mahoney, who's been fighting for the right to life of these young children for a long, long time. Let me take a break. We'll come back and hear a little bit more about this. Crime,
7: poverty, and education are linked and we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work, but I do.
3: Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer: throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars: public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com At a school that fits.com.
5: I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message.
3: Grafon Show, always rocking and rolling, 844 766 6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. It's honored to have Woody Jenkins, who owns the uh, Central City News. You, you can Google it up, folks, and check it out. He's got a big story Delta Women's Abortion Clinic, Left Patient Records, much more. We're also visiting with Mr. Richard Mahoney, who's been a gigantic pro life guy, been fighting a fight for a long time, still in the fight, uh, talking about the uh, the Delta woman's abortion clinic. And uh, so, so Richard, when you bought it and you went in, you start seeing all this stuff you. It's like I told Woody just now, I'm not amazed of anything that somebody would kill a baby. Nothing else would amaze me what they believe in and what they do or what they don't do, what they don't do properly. Were you amazed at some of the stuff you found? No, you know why? I wasn't
11: amazed. Okay. After we bought the death camp from the federal government, Tommy Watson had done the draw- trial. Uh, I realized these people are criminals. So from that time till 1999, I looked what they threw out on the public dumpster and saw the same egregious medical violations, the same. And then in 1999, Julie Baxter went in with her cameras, WAFB, and filmed for two years and showed that they not only killed innocent children and, and, and what I had told her, uh, I gave her all the evidence, that they, they were pre-signing, pre-checking uh, the report of induced termination of pregnancy forms uh, 500 at a time uh, before they even saw their victims. And then when Julie Baxter went in and she saw the rusted instruments that they used mm. because, because the uh, Brinkley said they can't afford new instruments, they would actually use rusted instruments inside a woman's body mm. to kill the baby. Yeah. And uh, when the DHH came to investigate, because they had to because WFB did, did such a scathing report, on the atrocities there and the eight affidavits that their workers gave. When they went in, uh, they hid the instruments because later on, after they butchered the baby so badly, they, they had, the news went back in again and the, the staff admitted we hid the instruments that, and we used them over again. And so we're looking at tens of thousands of women who were probably infected with STDs or, or at least infections. And then with the information that was thrown out in the public dumpster. Oh, they would call into the clinic, I'm I'm bleeding, I have an infection, and and the clinic wouldn't even answer.
3: Well, the LDH LDH was supposed to, I guess, supervise or oversee it. I guess they looked the other way because Louisiana Department of Health was more about money. I saw that in COVID than they are about anything
11: else. Well, no, this is worse. They actually uh, pretended like they were doing something. They went in and they cite them, but they would never close them down or or find And and even worse than that. Is they did a congressional probe because one of the worst nefarious acts they committed was on the forms that they pre-checked and pre-signed, and the forms that the doctors are just signed stacks of five hundred, just so they could the people could fill them out. Uh, Two things they did that they all should go to jail and prison for for life. Number one, the age of the father of the minors in 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 Louisiana over forty three thousand minors. Had abortions world in the country, the last I checked, it was over 3.6 million uh, minors had abortions in this country, and yet no reports to the CFS at that time, no reports uh, to the Department of Health and Hospital to protect the captive uh, federal regulations, state laws were all ignored. So basically, if you wanted to rape or do a sex cart trafficking cartel, all you had to do was go to the abortion clinic, cover up the crime, and so. I reported this in 2009 to the DHH. I reported it to DCFS, they, and they did nothing. In fact, I sued the DHH for not reporting these crimes and for not exposing these records that were falsified. And then second thing, all these women who are evidence, who had complications, who were bleeding, had infections, they never reported that. They put no complications in all the forms for nearly 40 years. And guess what? Wow. DHH still... Instead of handing over that, instead of prosecuting these people, instead of showing the public what these criminals and these murders have done, they said, and at the court, Wilson Fields voted in their favor, we don't have to show those records to the public. We, we passed a law that we don't have to show those records to the public, even though I did a public records request, even though everybody's demanded those records. And it just goes on and on. But anyway, well, guess what?
10: Let me uh, May I interject a couple yeah, of things? Uh, Moon, Uh, This is Woody Jenkins again. Uh, In order to see this copy of the paper, an easy way to do it, you could go to centralcitynews.net, and you'll just link to the current issue of the Central City News. Or you could go to Central City News on Facebook, and the top article will link to it. Now, if you go to the front page of the paper, there's a QR code that links back to to the WAFB. Hey, Woody, TV Woody, report, let me, let me right? stop
3: you, Woody, let me stop you. Because I got to take yep. this break. I'll come back with a few more minutes yep. with y'all. Let me let you read give all that again so you're not rushed. All right, let me okay. take a break. We'll okay, be right okay. back a few more minutes with y'all, you guys, right. and thank y'all for the work. We'll be right back. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, and or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street, and Highland Road, in Baton Rouge, and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill.
2: When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor... I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana
4: k covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying.
9: Here's some entertainment of a different sort. The Skyliners' big band, a 20-piece jazz orchestra, will perform Friday, August 4th at Lafayette's Petroleum Club in the Oil Center. The concert begins at 7 and ends at 10 p.m. Great music to listen to or to dance to. If you can't make the August 4th show, there are shows in October and December. Get more details, call 337 nine one four nine zero there is a backpack giveaway saturday august 12th 11 a.m to 1 p.m at community honda at 1407 surrey street in lafayette it's for students pre-k through 12th grade especially military families and other families in need the child must accompany the adult for the backpacks and the backpacks are loaded with great school supplies and useful information see you saturday august 12th at community honda 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the backpack giveaway.
4: If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's
3: news at kpel965.com. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. back moon grafon show great to have you with us 844-766-6607 is the number it's a matthew james tax and wealth management hotline mr mm-hmm. we've been joined by mr richard mahoney and, and and woody jenkins hey guys i only got a few minutes left i had another guest lined up i'll back them up a second because i wanted to uh, woody i know you wanted to give out some information on how people can find out more about this and uh, so that's what i wanted you to go ahead and give it out we can do this again another day but uh Okay, what are you? were telling people how to find out more about this. Hold up, hold up. but people. Never, never mind. Yes. Go, go now. I got you on. Go.
10: We we have like a tsunami of information, but we have to drink through a water hose. So it's it's going to take some time, probably, for people to really understand what's going on. But you can read the the paper if you go to centralcitynews.net dot net or Central City News on Facebook. And one of the things on the front Mm -hmm. page of the paper is there's a QR code that links to those 1999 reports by WAFB, which laid the foundation because they really tell you there. I mean, the people of this parish and state already knew if you saw... 1999 report by julie baxter what was going on but three things quickly i want to tell you about this report number one i want to disagree a little bit with richard about the dhh investigators but what i've seen they did a great job they did a meticulous job of documenting what was going on in that clinic and it's there but then the department itself did not act to close down the clinic. But the department had all the information supplied by their own investigators that would have justified it. The second thing is when you read the editorial, you'll see that when it comes to rape, the abortion clinic was actually facilitating rape because minors, when a minor becomes pregnant, in most cases, there's a criminal act that occurred, either rape or um, uh um, Consensual <clears throat> uh, statutory, statutory rape, and so know. there are some cases where it would not be criminal. But as a mandatory reporter, that abortion clinic had a responsibility to give call law enforcement and tell them what happened. They weren't doing it in so many cases. So rapists and uh, maybe it was the parents, maybe it was a relative or a friend, they went unreported and undetected in many, many cases. The third thing I want to mention, and this is gruesome but uh, very important, is this guy, um, Kermit Gosnell, Doctor Gosnell, up in Pennsylvania, who went to prison for a life for mass murder of children after they were born. This man worked in this clinic. Gosnell worked at uh, at um, Delta Women's Clinic, and,
11: and actually, he, worked, he worked he worked for uh, Brinkley. Uh, he communicated at the Delta, but he worked as two death camps up in Delaware. But he was in close association, and, and, and Brinkley, who hired, does know, uh,
10: was complicit with his crimes
11: also.
10: Brinkley being the owner of the clinic, is not a physician, owning like 14 of these clinics. So the, there's just some terrible things that are going on here, and it's going to take a while for people to understand it. But if they go to the newspaper, they'll, they'll start learning about it. We're going to have a lot more that
3: we'll be publishing and I, I, I need to get another gas, but I do want to thank y'all for exposing this. Uh, I know y'all been working on this for a long, long time and we're always ready to expose uh, hate and evil. And that's what this is, hate and evil. So thank you both. And we'll do it again. Yes, soon. Thank you so much, man. God bless. All right, thank y'all both. All right. Let's jump gears. We're going to talk to Miss Lana Venable. who's have Louisiana a lawsuit abuse watch, uh, she is the executive director. Lana, how you doing? Good morning,
1: Moon. I'm great. How are you? Well, I'm
3: doing pretty good. Sorry for the delay for you, babe. But uh, I had some guys I needed to hold over for a few minutes. Anyway, it's great to talk to you again. Yeah, I was, Larry. I was, <laughs> I was reading. Uh, you know, I keep reading about uh, all the problems we have and with lawsuits in this state, and it looks like we haven't done anything to really change that. And I read it, I was reading the other day how we're always at the top when it comes to lawsuit abuse. And I'm just kind of curious. I know your group has been out there and working your fannies off. Have you seen any improvement or you got other things to report that is not good? Because I just, I just don't see us beating the lawsuit abuse that's taking place in the state of Louisiana. All I see is lawsuits.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're right, Moon. I mean, um, for 13 years straight, Louisiana has been a fixture on the national judicial hell holes list. I mean, you can drive anywhere around the state. You can turn on your TV at any moment or your radio in some cases. And, you know, all you hear is uh, trial lawyer advertising. You know, they're telling people how they can, you know, achieve jackpot justice. And, you know, what we really want, we know we need real and true economic development in the state, mm. um, you know, not jackpot justice should not be a form of that. You know, we should have opportunities for our people uh, to have meaningful jobs and careers and, and to be able to bring more economic opportunity to our state. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. Um, you know, we've seen some recent reports, you know, excessive tort litigation in Louisiana results in nearly $279 million in fiscal impact to the state with about $50,000, sorry, 50000 jobs lost uh, last year. So, you know, those are not good numbers. Um, We are trying, as you said, certainly with our partners um, to to make an impact here, Um, and we are looking forward to the elections this fall. Um, You know, probably most disappointing, you know, last session we had uh, brought forth a bill with Senator Peacock Um, it was the uh, TPLF or third-party litigation funding legislation would have created the Litigation Financing Disclosure and Security Protection Act. Um, And basically, this legislation would have let Louisianans know who is suing them. So basically, there's a growing issue in the country and now in Louisiana as well of third-party litigation financing where hedge funds or other foreign wealth funds and other private financiers are investing in lawsuits in exchange for a percentage of the settlement judgment. So, you know, in a sense, it's, it's almost like a, you know, pay uh, like a in sort in a sense like a predatory lending scheme uh not that we want to stop it um but we at least want people to understand that they have a right to know who is suing them you know that impacts um everything about decision making whether whether to settle the case take it to trial so we're going to continue to fight for that but uh but that legislation was vetoed by governor Edwards, so that was certainly disappointing last session in our in our efforts to make some changes
3: yeah he has vetoed so many good bills and that's why it takes Senate leadership and House leadership, they have some guts to go overturn him, and they won't. Even on good bills, they won't even overturn him, and we had a lot of them, and that's uh, you know veto override section. You think, well, now we got a chance to overturn it. They don't override. I mean, it's, my frustration is I don't see things moving forward, Lana. I know you pass a bill, but you're going to have to have the right governor and right leadership to get pass bills. Because I've always heard, you tell me if I'm correct. They said the reason why Texas doesn't fight this, they fought it 20 years ago. And it took them a long time to develop a friendly business atmosphere where everything's not a lawsuit, and that it would take us a long time. with my question, Lana, is what are we waiting on? If it's going to take us ten to twenty years, I don't know if we can wait that long. I think we'll lose another congressman by then.
1: Well, you know, it is it, definitely not a quick process. You know, anything in uh, unfortunately involving changing laws is uh, you know can be slow and painful. And, you know, what we're looking forward to, you know, I know next week is qualifying. So, um, you know, we're anticipating some legislative turnover and a new governor. And we've really been busy, Moon, working with our partners in the business community and some of our involved trade associations, just some of our key industries, oil and gas, trucking, small business, to, to really work together on identifying some of these key issues. And some of this will be based on how those election results turn out and working with some of those returning and new legislators as well as the new governor to determine what the priorities are and how we can work together to achieve some real meaningful reform in, in as quickly a time frame
3: as possible. Lana, let me take a quick break. I'm going to bring you back, of course, and, and give you a few more minutes. Uh, I want to talk about some recent lawsuits and things of that nature. And I just hope it doesn't take 10 to 20 years. The process is so slow, but You got to tell me what progress we've made because if it's just starting, and I know y'all working your fannies off, y'all been doing this. Let me take a break. Her name is Lana Venable. And, of course, uh, Louisiana Lawsuit Abuse Watch. She's executive director. take a break. Be right back. Are the rapidly changing cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. The passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. iConvergence has established a long history of being a trusted cyber security and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. iConvergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give iConvergence the chance to earn your business. By calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at iConvergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cyber security landscape.
5: Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating.
3: Call them
7: today, make pests go away. J!
8: Get the shield. Yeah. A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified. Liz Merle for Attorney General.
1: Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General.
8: If we've learned anything...
3: Welcome back, Moongraphon Show. Great to have you with us. All righty, I'm talking to Miss Lana Venable, of course Louisiana Lawsuit uh, Abuse Watch. She's the executive director, right here in the great state of Louisiana. Hey, Lana, uh, a couple of things. I uh, recently we found out that the uh, under the Edwards administration, the Natural Resource Department, the head of Natural Resources, which is appointed by the governor, I mean, they turned the lawsuits over to some uh, trial lawyers and let them. Just roll with lawsuits. I don't know if you caught that article or not, which I thought was just, it was pathetic to watch because everything the natural resource person does is appointed by the governor. So the governor being a big trial lawyer, you're going to make a ton of money in carbon capture and and green new deal. But, I mean, they just turned the lawsuits and just turned it on top of the oil and gas industry. And I was disheartened at And when business, you mentioned business, when businesses come down and they say your own governor of your own state, Going after the business like the oil and gas industry, that sends a message to every other business. Why do business here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have had an opportunity to glance at that report. I have not had a chance to, to do a deep dive Lolita, on it, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've definitely called the highlights. And, you know, and I think that's a prime example. You know what you just said businesses want certainty you know they they don't want the rules changed in the middle of the game they they want it to be fair Um, and when we see things like that you know certainly it, it doesn't send a good message you know and and our goals really are to increase transparency and to reduce frivolous lawsuits, doing those two things, um, and we know that when that doesn't happen, that those those costs that are associated um, with abuse of lawsuits and and how that impacts our civil justice climate really really does result in costs being passed down to everybody, to you know, to you and me, to our businesses, large and small. So, you know, those coastal lawsuits, for example, you know, the oil and gas industry, obviously, you know, it's the backbone of our state economy. Um, and we, it, it's a shame that fifty-four million fifty-four thousand dollars. I'm sorry, economic impact and three hundred forty-six uh, jobs, a thousand jobs are impacted uh, just because of the oil and gas industry being here. I mean, that's what they bring <coughs> to the table. You know, fourth of the nation's energy supply. So, you know, we, we definitely want to we want to put an end to these lawsuits. Um, they don't have any merit. They're not doing anything to uh, to help improve the coast which is what they've charged for, for the reason uh, they're, they're being filed in the first place. So um, that's been dragging on for entirely too long. It's affecting our economy overall. It's affecting this critical industry. Um, you know, and it's also affecting our state tax base. I and mean, it's affecting the revenue that we get from this industry. When, when, the re- when the industry is down, so is the revenue that that industry generates for us as a state. So, uh, so you know, there really is no win to these lawsuits um, when we're ready to see them go away. And, and hopefully uh, that will be happening.
3: You know, they there was a I don't say if, I don't know if you caught this either, but uh Wall Street uh twenty four seven wrote a story the other day, it was a couple of weeks ago, it may have been last week, but I know it was if it wasn't last week, it was a week before it just almost depressing for Louisiana. It said businesses headlines, businesses should leave Louisiana. When I saw that, I went, Whoa, what the heck is this? Why are you telling people Well, they based it on all these metrics that we're just not the place to be if you're a business, and and you know people can say what they want to. That's a national publication. That's read all over the country and all over the world. When people see stuff like that over and over again, that doesn't help our business climate at all.
1: Absolutely not. I mean, that's certainly not the kind of PR that we want. You know, we want just the opposite. You know, we want Louisiana to be known as a place where businesses can come and thrive and they have that certainty that they're looking for. And, and right now, it's certainly not that way. You know, and there are very easy things that we can do to, you know, like like this TPLF legislation to increase transparency um, in, in our civil justice system, to reduce the number of these frivolous lawsuits where the costs are passed down to every single one of us every single day. And, you know, and to that end in Louisiana, um, individuals are paying a what we call a hidden tort tax every single year of about twelve hundred dollars. So that's how those costs, in addition to to being a huge turnoff for business, those costs are also being passed down to every single one of us in Louisiana. So it's not something that we can say just impacts business. Though it absolutely does, it impacts everybody, uh, and and it absolutely has to be addressed. You know, and and I have another example for you as well. Right. Um, are these uh, these trucking industry insurance schemes, and I don't know if you if you've uh, read about those, but in New Orleans in the New Orleans area, uh, there have been dozens of indicted in this money making scheme that involves a staged auto accidents that are then uh, filed with insurance to to get a big payout, and and it's just been. A prolific story. It's gotten some national attention as well. So you know, the trucking industry, just like oil and gas, is another huge industry for our state. You know, all all the products that we manufacture here are shipped across the country. You know, via these trucks and and these truck drivers that work hard to support their families, and then you know have you be, have these litigation these uh, litigious folks that are just coming after them um, just for personal gain. And again, that's just another negative message that. We don't want in Louisiana, and we've got to, to have a unified effort to address these kinds of things moving forward.
3: Yeah, I was going to bring up the trucking industry. You did. You did a great job. I just uh, I worry about them. You, you're talking about trucking companies. These are uh, middle-class workers. These are people that bust their fannies, mm-hmm. some of them own one or two trucks. I was reading uh, this, this morning. I saw a deal where a guy said he was paying $10,000 per truck. He had four of them. He said it was getting way. he just couldn't make a profit. I also know for a fact mm-hmm there are companies that were in louisiana they just moved across the border to texas arkansas mississippi the insurance rates are so much lower they still operate in here but their main business is in these other states so they don't have to pay the insurance that's losing business that's right businesses and entrepreneurs that were making in here that that right there has probably happened a lot more than people would admit
1: yeah it, it probably is and you know and it, again it's a shame it is These, these lawsuits, these kinds of things that we're seeing, and this is, this is how it impacts everybody and impacts certain people more than others, specifically in their back pocket. You know, you're driving these, these individuals out of business, these small businesses, you know, they're trying to support their families. They want to stay in Louisiana where their business base is, where their family is, and they're being either forced to shut down or driven, no pun intended, across, you know, lines to another state. Um, and that's really a shame, you know. And, and we need to take some very basic steps to address that. But I mean, again, when lawsuits and insurance scams are seen as ways to make money in Louisiana, you know, that's that's the wrong that's the wrong message. And certainly not the right thing to do we have very bright talented hard-working people here and we need to provide more economic opportunities for them not not filing lawsuits and targeting insurance well, even, companies.
3: even when you go back uh, and i don't know how involved you were in atlanta when they started talking about tort reform for you know vehicles and insurance and stuff like that and then <laughs> when they were doing that i'm sure you remember when and i, I my, my uh, producer would tell you i told our audience i said if they come back and say we did a step in the right direction we didn't do anything and i be dang <laughs> right when they all signed and were jumping up and down from lobby to all of them. It was a step in the right direction. My, my heart fell and then nothing was done since. So uh, if they're going to take a step, that's fine. But you've got to take nine steps. Then let's get on to the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. And that's not what we're doing in the legislature. And I don't know if it's going to take a new governor or what it's going to take. But uh, that tort reform piece of legislation was a zero burger in my book.
1: Well, Moon, you know I, I, I'm not going to use your exact quote there that you just said, but um, you know we, we are taking steps. Um, I don't like, the, and, I don't
3: like I that term, Lana, because in Louisiana, it's now what's step two? What's, and I asked them that, and they, nobody said a word. When well, that was three years ago, so that that's my problem with a step in the right direction. Right.
1: Sure, no, I understand it. It's, it is very frustrating. You know, the change is very slow, and it, it takes a lot of a lot of folks, a lot of engagement. And, you know, really, if we wanted to really move Louisiana, like you said earlier, from the bottom of all the good lists and the top of all the bad lists that we're on out there, um, you know, we really need to enact these meaningful reforms, you know, and in order to do that, it, it starts at the beginning. So. I want to urge all of your listeners, all voters in Louisiana, to cast an informed ballot at, yeah. at the uh, at the polling booth this this fall. You know, we want to make sure that we know that our candidates that we're that we're voting for are prioritizing reforming Louisiana's legal system um, and that they adopt a civil justice platform. You know, as part of what they're talking about. Most of the gubernatorial forums that I've been to thus far. Uh, there has been at least one question about supporting uh, reforming our civil justice system, so we really need everybody out there, all your listeners, to make sure that you're asking these candidates if that's something that they're going to commit to, because in order for us to have the kind of change that we need, you know it really has to start with individuals demanding that change, you know just like you are Moon, you know, and, and talking to our elected officials and making sure that they understand that this needs to be a priority if we're going to move Louisiana forward. You know so many other things are tied to it. And, and it's easy to, to just sort of put it over here
3: in the corner, but yes. we can't do that. And we can have to go, Atlanta. But I tell people uh, about 90% of my candidates lose. And I've been doing this for 30 years. Had they listened to me, <laughs> we wouldn't be in this predicament. So my, my thing is, if they'll listen to me, if I tell you how to vote or vote against or for somebody, we got a chance. I, that, hey, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Lana, Lana, how can people get in touch with you, baby?
1: Uh, very easy. We have a website at uh, www.llawlaw.org. Um, and we also have a Facebook page uh, and a Twitter feed okay. as well.
3: Well, look, good luck. Louisiana Law Watch. Well, we'll do it again soon. Sounds good. Thank hey, you, Moon. Thank I appreciate you, it. Thank you. God bless. All right, take a break. Bye-bye. Y'all leaving us. God bless. The rest of y'all, Listen live. I'm loaded up
2: show that's not immune to facts the dan bongino show And here on news talk 96.5 k